Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. I've been away for a while during pandemic, not podcasting, so it's good to be back in the saddle. I wanted to talk to you today about uh, injuries from airbags. So I'll talk on other days about, you know, when your airbags go off, when they don't go off, but this is specifically about what happens when they do go off. So basically, you know, I'm not an expert in airbags, but I'll tell you that there's a little gas inflator, and the goal of the airbag is obviously to save your life and not have you go crashing into the steering wheel or into the dashboard or through the window. So assuming you're wearing your seatbelt and the airbag inflates, you know, in a split second when you hit something, you know, what happens? So you hit the seatbelt, then the airbag essentially hits you in the face and chest, and it slows the impact pressure on you. But there's still a lot of energy going into your body, and that energy becomes dangerous. So a lot of the, the initial injury from an airbag is usually, you know, people complain a lot of times about uh, chemical burns on one or both arms just from the chemical that's used to inflate the airbag in such a rapid manner. So there's gas released, it burns your arms, it's not, um, you know, the end of the world, but it's upsetting and, and you know, the gas, the chemical burns are, are painful. So that's usually the first thing that happens at accident scenes, people are, you know, have these kind of lightly burned inside of their arms. The next thing is when the airbag goes off, oftentimes, you know, it, it's meant to slow you down and it does, but that impact often causes uh, a fractured sternum. So what's a sternum? A sternum you may know is like the little bone kind of in the middle of your chest. It's like below your nipple line, but it's right above the uh, it's kind of soft part of the top of your abdomen. So, you know, it's where your ribs connect. It's a very, very, very sensitive part of your body. But, you know, at the same time that it's very sensitive, there's actually very little that <clears throat> can be done to help you with a fractured sternum. So it's kind of, you know, the fractured sternum and the fractured pelvis are kind of known as some of the more painful injuries you can have. There's very little treatment for them. You know, if you have open heart surgery, most of the time they just let that... Um, fracture because they have to open up your sternum to get to your heart most of the time they just let you heal on its own but it's very very tender and very very painful so there's not like a cast they can put on if you have a displaced sternum fracture you know sometimes i think they will try and knit it together with wire but i haven't seen that happen from airbag injuries so you know you have this fractured sternum it's very painful it's like six to eight weeks of just dealing with exhausting pain, uh, but it does get better. So, you know, all, all other times people will compensate with their arms or just be told to kind of take four to six weeks off work when that happens. Other injuries I've seen are broken collarbones because the airbag, you know, on a smaller, particularly on a smaller woman, the airbag won't hit you in the chest. It'll hit them in the collarbone. So your collarbones are, you know, right below your neck, and, and they actually break fairly easily, but they also heal fairly easily. And, you know, if you have to have surgery on a broken collarbone, it's a fairly routine surgery, but obviously not fun. You know, other injuries that result 
are sometimes, you know, in women with uh, osteoporosis particularly, you may see a, a spinal fracture at, in the thoracic, that's the kind of the middle of the back, um, and usually they correspond with the level of the airbag and the sternum. So boom, the airbag goes off, hits you in the sternum, that pressure is still going backwards and you're pushed into the back and you have weak kind of brittle bones to begin with and you end up with a fractured vertebrae or a fractured collarbone. Um, what other injuries are there that you know stem from airbags other than those? So those are kind of the easy ones. The harder ones are sometimes people get glass from the you know surrounding accident part problem in the car like you know some part of glass um breaks in the car and the airbag inflation forces it into your eye and you'll get you know either cornea damage or real you know more serious eye damage uh, that needs to be looked at immediately but people don't think about oh i had this airbag explode i'm having eye problems they just are like wow i'm in a tremendous amount of pain from burns or from a fractured sternum or you know, just being through this whole thing, they don't think about, wow, there's this other, you know, something's wrong with my left eye vision. So that's just something to be aware of. Um, and, you know, usually what happens at the scene is, uh, you know, bystanders come kind of get the airbag out of the way, pull you out of the car, and then EMS or police are hopefully there to kind of get you checked out. Um, so that's pretty much like airbag injuries, but airbags going off tells you that you've got a serious crash. Oftentimes there are crashes where, uh, you know, someone turns left in front of you, you're proceeding through a green light with, you know, normal flow of traffic. All of a sudden there's a car in front of you and boom, you crash into it and your airbag goes off. Um, there's a whole other discussion for when airbags are supposed to go off, when they don't go off, this, that, and the other thing. But the key kind of takeaway is that you know, airbags going off are intended to save your life. There's been a lot of litigation over Takeda. Uh, I think it's T-A-K-E-D-A airbags. And the inflators there were either um, acting, you know, in a manner they weren't designed for or they were designed in a negligent or destructive manner. That's something we can talk about if you need help with that. But, you know, there's been a lot of litigation around airbags. But, you know, in your basic car accident... You're going to be injured by your airbag, but the intention is to save your life and not injure you. So, um, you know, that's pretty much it on airbag injuries. It's They're pretty clear, they're pretty immediate, and, you know, they're going to be there because of the accident and not because of anything you did or the other person did. It's just the nature of that crash is a head-on crash at high speed. <clears throat> with the airbag deploying and then for whatever reason you know it's catching you in a manner that is going to cause some injury you know but it's one of those things where we're trying to save your life instead of just your sternum which you can recover from so this uh, podcast is sponsored by my law firm new earth law office i'm a king of prussia personal injury lawyer that's in the suburbs of philadelphia i'm happy to talk to you people email and call all the time with just general questions and, uh, you know, we'll be having some guests in the near future on the podcast. All right. I hope all's well. I hope you're enjoying our uh, bizarre life in a pandemic. And uh, see you next time. I hold you people accountable.